good. I hope you're having a good holiday season. I know I am. Are you? Yeah, it's been great. <laughs> Even so though far. you're losing your hair, twenty. Well, yeah, you can tell, huh? Yeah, yeah. I can. Mm-hmm. It's mm-hmm. really kind of yeah, it's embarrassing. It's noticeable. You know what? I wish I had a solution to that. There's no solution though, Glenn. That's the problem. <gasps> there, you know what's weird? Hey, friend. Yes. You know, I just heard about something called K-E-E-P-S dot com slash save. Keeps dot com slash save. How does yes. it work? All you do is take a couple of pictures of your hair mm-hmm. and your head and you send it in. <laughs> just unsolicited? I just send in pictures of you my head? You send them in to Keeps. <laughs> or, and what they do is they... <laughs> There's not they, even a process? I just email them? How you does just email them okay, pictures no. of your head. Don't do and that. Then, <laughs> and, then, uh, and then they look at your hair and mm-hmm. they look at your situation they're like they have a real doctor that looks into it and says you need this then they send you the medicine the medicine that i need right to my medicine that you need right to your door without cvs without complications it's easy this sounds you won't be pulling your hair out (laughs) (laughs) where do i go to find more keeps at k-e-e-p-s dot com slash save (laughs) that's keeps dot com slash save Interaction completely made up. (laughs) All right, show starts in a minute. What you're about to hear is the fusion of entertainment and enlightenment. This is the Glenn Beck Program. Hello, America, and welcome to the Glenn Beck Program. It's Monday. There's a lot to talk about today, but we're going to start with something personal. I was in the West Wing when the president found out about the Supreme Court. I'll tell you about that and why Joe Biden said he's going to fumigate and order an exorcism of the White House where they will even remove the doorknobs. That's really, really strange. Unless you noticed something that I did while I was in the West Wing this weekend. I'll tell you all about it next this is the glenn beck program so have you done all your christmas shopping yet yeah me neither me neither i'm trying to figure out when i can fit that into my schedule kind of sucks kind of sucks if you are uh, if you know somebody who is having a bad night's sleep if you know somebody that could uh, use some new pillows or some new sheets or anything for the bed, if you're looking for something uh, yourself that you can get as a couple or whatever, I don't know about you, but we're not buying Christmas presents for each other. Or like, I don't know. What do you say we get a new comforter? <laughs> I mean, we're, we're like, yeah, we've gotten to that point in our marriage. Uh, anyway, my pillow has the thing for you. If you are looking for a new pillow or you want to get somebody a great uh, Christmas present, maybe your husband, maybe your wife. My pillow from mypillow.com. The the sheets are also unbelievable. The towels are great. Uh, the the mattress pad makes your bed much more fluffy and much more comfortable. Right now, you can see for yourself 
and it has a money back guarantee until March 1st of 2021. So you can give it as a Christmas present and they still have, uh, what is it, 90 days to uh, return it if they don't love it as much as I do. It's MyPillow.com. Click on the new radio listener specials. You'll be able to find the amazing offer on the pillows, which is over half off now of the pillows. And the Giza Dream Bed Sheets, the MyPillow Mattress Topper, the MyPillow Towel Sets. You can do it by entering the promo code BECK or call 800-966-3117. 800-966-3117 for the great radio specials. It's MyPillow.com. So, my wife and I were supposed to go to the White House Christmas party on uh, Friday. And... Um, uh, she needed to stay home uh, and take care of some things at the house. So I took my youngest daughter, Cheyenne, uh, to the Christmas party. And we asked for a tour of the West Wing before the party because she has never been there. And it's kind of an extra special thing. And I wanted to show her uh, the West Wing myself. And so we went in and we went about an hour early. And we were in uh, the West Wing, which is where the Oval Office is. And we were standing in, I think it was the Roosevelt Room or the Cabinet Room. Uh, and the president uh, went into the Oval Office. And he was in there with Mike Pence and uh, Mark Meadows. And uh, I found out later, that's when they found out. Uh, about the Supreme Court. We were out in the Rose Garden and, you know, my daughter and I could see into the Oval. By the way, Melania Trump has just been so maligned, so maligned. Uh, the Rose Garden is spectacularly beautiful, even in the winter. It is really, I mean, it, the pictures just don't do it justice. It's just really beautiful. Um, anyway, so we were there and we could see and let's just say the faces weren't happy uh, in the Oval Office at that point. The president didn't make it to the White House Christmas party and it kind of uh, there was a kind of a pall over the Christmas party because everybody knew by the time all the guests arrived, everybody had heard what the Supreme Court said. Uh, I was with a couple of the AGs from the different states uh, nobody really understands why the Supreme Court just didn't hear it. What do you mean you don't have standing? What does that mean? I'd like to know. So how, does, how, how do other states, how do 21 states file a suit and it's not even heard? See, that's the problem. That's the problem. And that's why people will not get over this because they're not being heard we don't feel like there has been anyone who has def actually defended, went to Washington. How many Tea Party people did we did we send to Washington and how many of them turned on us? How many of them did nothing? Now we send Donald Trump and some of us. I didn't think he'd do it. I didn't think he'd do it at all. He did it. He stood the entire time and he went to bat for millions of Americans who have not been listened to probably almost for the last 20 years. We haven't been listened to Barack Obama. Well, I think we should listen to every you didn't listen to us. 
Not once did you listen to us. Not once did you ask to meet with anyone. Not once. You made fun of us. The press made fun of us. Then they went after Donald Trump, unlike anything I have ever seen. It's obscene what was done to him. And why was it done? Because he was actually listening to us and was actually standing against the corruption. He was just a wrecking ball. I saw an article today that, that somebody called him a bulldozer and a bulldozer doesn't uh, bulldozers never end well in a in a city where finesse is needed. No, no, I'm tired of finesse. Anybody else tired of finesse? Can we find another bulldozer? Because I'd go for a bulldozer and a crane and a wrecking ball. And, you know, maybe there's a couple of buildings that really need to be take, taken down. In fact, with an exception of the museums, all of those buildings that FDR built in the 1940s. Anyway, uh, so I'm wondering who does have standing in this? Because imagine, imagine that we're all in a classroom and we all know the rules. And, and there are 50 of us. And we are all taking a test, except four have special conditions. So we're taking the test. We all have to have it done within an hour. We all have to uh, be monitored. We have to be in the same room. So we have a teacher looking sure, make sure we're not cheating and no calculators. But we find out later that Four of the students, eh, the time didn't really matter. They didn't have anybody looking over them. And there's pretty good feeling that they probably used calculators. And we're all graded on a curve. And because of those four getting perfect scores, my A has gone to a B or my C has gone to a D. Wouldn't I, as somebody in the classroom, have standing to raise my hand and say, excuse me, what they did affected my grade. Uh, I'd like just to at least talk about what they did. If you didn't, you weren't allowed to at least talk about it and be heard, heard legitimately. You'd never get over it. You'd never get over it. By the Supreme Court saying we don't have standing, 21 states don't have standing. Now, maybe there's no case. I don't know. I know we were promised a case. I haven't really seen the case, but nobody's hearing anything. By not hearing the case, you don't have Thomas, Coney Barrett, Scalia, not Scalia, um, yeah, Alito. Alito. Uh, you don't have Alito actually on record, trusted friends, trusted people on record saying, we heard all of the evidence, there isn't anything. Now, you do have Alito and Thomas saying that, in so many words, there's nothing here to to really warrant us hearing it. 
But that's not good enough in this case. The Supreme Court should have heard this case. Because how do we come together and heal? Because the people feel that we have been wronged every step of the way. And when I say we, anyone who has supported Donald Trump, and many people support Donald Trump because of how he was treated in office. I've met several people who voted against him, voted for Hillary Clinton, were Democrats, and said, after I heard all the things, I decided to do my own homework, and I can't believe the lies that were told about him. America likes the underdog. America has always supported the underdog. America, uh, much to the uh, surprise of those on the left, Americans do like justice. They like it when the little guy wins. So I'm there in the White House. And it's not really a party atmosphere, but it was really nice. About halfway through, they said uh, the president and the first lady are not going to be uh, attending tonight. And you would think that a room full of people that flew all the way across from everywhere in the country would be disappointed. Everyone said, I completely understand that. I wouldn't come downstairs either. People traps, traipsing around in my house all the time. And then I got to go put on a happy face after I just got this news. Everyone completely understood. Now, I have a deeper understanding of what Biden did this weekend. Biden said that he was going to exercise the White House because it's riddled with COVID. And he was going to fumigate and he wants people to come in with hazmat suits and they'll tear up all the carpet and everything, and they will just sanitize that place. All the way down, it says, to replacing the doorknobs. Let me tell you what that really is about. I'll do it in 60 seconds. Sponsor this half hour is Simply Safe. This holiday season, somebody tries to break into your house. It, you could be like that kid from Home Alone. You could set up elaborate traps and swinging paint cans or electrified door handles, or you could just do Simply Safe. This holiday season, get Simply Safe for your home security. The cameras, the sensors, the home monitoring, you'll get it with Simply Safe, and it's top of the line. You can also monitor your own home from an app on your phone and have it monitored also by Simply Safe's video verification team for only 50 cents a day. Simply Safe. Simply the best home protection available on the market bar none and uh, no marbles to pick up, no paint cans to uh, accidentally spill all over your stairs. Right now you can get free home security camera when you purchase a Simply Safe system at simplysafebeck.com. That's simplysafebeck.com. Get your free security camera ordered today simplysafebeck.com. 10 seconds station ID.
President-elect Biden is set to move in to the 55,000-square-foot mansion after his January 21st inauguration, but he is insisting that the 132-room property be thoroughly disinfected beforehand. White House historian Kate Anderson Brower said there's only a five-hour window between presidents. And I have another story remind me about the Clintons uh, and the five-hour window. Um, there's only a five-hour window uh, between presidents. That's when 95 staff have to pick up all of the Trump possessions and move the Bidens in. They will clean and replace everything. Biden is insisting that a team in hazmat suits will spray the entire residence with disinfectant after Trump leaves, remove the carpets, curtains, and furniture, all the way down to replacing the doorknobs. Now, Stu, there's five hours between anybody Trump in that, in that house. How long does COVID last on a metal surface? Yeah. Especially at, at a level that could infect someone. Correct. Right? I mean, that you can discover it uh, later on, but uh, the idea that it's going to sit there for five hours or sit in the air for five hours and infect someone is uh, beyond the scope of likely. Uh, right. <laughs> so don't you think changing the doorknobs seems a little odd doesn't it first i mean even if you believed and you were legitimately worried about it uh you would just spray down the doorknobs or right. clean them with disinfectant right. and it's not like you're going to uh you know home depot and buying a bunch of cheap doorknobs no right definitely not okay so replace the doorknobs why was that said this is my theory but i only have this theory because i took a picture of something in the oval uh, sorry in the uh, west wing and i notice little things now i've been to the west wing before and they've had these little tiny like colonial doorknobs these little oval little teeny ones you would think the man with such small hands as they always said <laughs> would like the teeny doorknobs they had but he didn't and the, he said they said the first day that he was into office he said Really? These are the doorknobs we have here? And they're like, yes, Mr. President. He said, I'll take care of that. I took a picture of all of the doorknobs now in the White House. Look at this picture. They are absolutely beautiful. Uh, I think they're solid brass. And it says the president, the seal of the president of the United States and has the eagle in the center. Donald Trump put all of those in. Okay. When they said, and we're even going to remove the doorknobs, I am convinced it was a, a jab directed directly personally to him. We will erase everything you have done. Everything. That's the kind of people you're dealing with. There's no reason to remove the doorknobs unless you're sending a message you were never here. I, that's interesting because there's certainly no justification to do it when it comes to COVID. I mean, that, there's no reason. To, <laughs> I mean, it's completely ridiculous. Obviously, that would mean 
And what would that mean to the society if every time someone had COVID and was in a room, you couldn't you touch a door. doorknobs? I mean, it would be insanity, it's, obviously. It's ridiculous. It's completely ridiculous. And they know it's ridiculous, but there's got to be some other message behind it. And that's interesting. I mean, I don't know. I, I'd never heard that about the doorknobs before. I've never heard it either. I honestly, I am calling the White House today and finding out if I can buy one just for the museum. Oh, yeah. They are. They're spectacular. They, they, they are truly, truly beautiful doorknobs and totally appropriate and i wouldn't i mean most people would walk by and they would never notice unless you grab the door of you know and open up one of the doors which i wasn't do- hey is this the oval office let me just open <laughs> hey, it up hey setcom <laughs> hey uh he didn't do that no. uh didn't do that um but uh i i think that's absolutely what it is now President Trump says he is going to declassify everything with the lying and the treason, uh, you know, in in his words, the Democrat lying and treason. Uh, I think he should go further than that. I think he should declassify a lot of stuff, especially the aliens. You want alien stuff. I want alien Mm -hmm. stuff. I really want alien (laughs) stuff. But he should. He should declassify everything. He says he's going to. He should. Why wouldn't he? Why shouldn't he? Don't we have a right to know this stuff? Don't we have a right to know? It's never coming out. It will never, ever come out. It will be declassified until probably 2065 when we're all dead. And then it'll come out and people will go, my gosh, they did this? (laughs) There are certain powers that are pretty cool if you're the president. Like I have was I the pardon power I think Trump is underutilized. I would be doing it all the time. <laughs> Every couple days there'd be a new person I'd be pardoning. I would find out people that I didn't like that were in legal disputes with someone else and then I would find that third party even if they were guilty and I'd pardon them anyway just to piss off the people <laughs> that I didn't like. <laughs> I would I would be it would be pardon palooza for me. Really? Yes. So if you really hated me and somebody had murdered my wife, mm-hmm. you would pardon the murderer just <laughs> to piss me off. It's a off. pretty extreme well, case, but yes. <laughs> that's exactly yes, what I would do. But yes. Okay, <laughs> good. It. I like that. I think look, it's his unquestioned I power. I hope you don't basically. ever become president. No, I would honestly. be a terrible president because <laughs> I would do this stuff all the time. Yeah. I would look for pardoning. I mean, would be the greatest thing. I would like if a uh, if I was angry at a sports team, I would I would pardon like if one team won, the other team lost, I would pardon everyone on the losing team. If I was mad at the winning team, I would go I would go to ridiculous Again, lengths. It's boiling down to murder. You're letting yeah, murder. I, wa- I want murderers everywhere. <laughs> all those. But all the murderers all the would murder. like me, and they'd all be on my team. If you want a bunch of people on your team, you want murderers on your side. Trust me. Is the Glenn Beck program. American Financing NMLS 182334 www.nmlsconsumeraccess.org. So if you're looking to buy a home, I have a secret you need to know. Buyers who uh, started their loans are now coming out on top right now. They're ready and uh, uh, ready to complete uh, and to win. They're ready to close. If you have looked into your mortgage, and you started redoing your mortgage, and now you're like, you know what? Let's just sell the place. You're you're going to have an extra super fast time to get through. And let me tell you this: 
the earlier you start this process, the better it's going to be. I have no idea what's going to come with interest rates. Some people think that interest rates are going to go through the roof. I think they could just as easily go through the floor. But why take a chance? Just refinance now. Save all kinds of money. Call American Financing. It's only going to get harder to get a loan soon. Please. American Financing, 800-906-2440. AmericanFinancing.net. All right, head over to blazetv.com slash Glenn. The promo code is Glenn. You're going to save 10 bucks on your subscription to Blaze TV. This is the Glenn Beck program. I want to play uh, a piece of audio from the Blaze TV's Elijah Schaefer, who is in Washington, D.C., covering the rallies this weekend. Listen. For months, we've seen rioting after rioting after rioting across the country in cities like this right here in Washington, D.C. And you ask yourself, could the police not stop it? Could they just not somehow prevent these riots and protests from getting out of control? Well, guess what we found out tonight? If you look right behind me, they have shut off every single road to traffic. Behind me over to right behind me, there is line after line after line for blocks of police that have cordoned everybody off and suddenly brought peace within minutes to the streets of D.C. So what you're telling me right now is that what we've witnessed over the last few months was not because cities couldn't control themselves, not because D.C. couldn't get under control. It's because they intentionally let the violence happen and they didn't use their tactics, skill or force to prevent the madness. And tonight what you're seeing is hypocrisy. We have Elijah Schaefer joining us now. Hello, Elijah. How are you? I'm doing all right, Glenn. Thanks for having me on. You bet. So, um, you know, this is a democratically run city, uh, run into the ground most of the time by Democrats. They couldn't stop the rioting. They had statues that were pulled down, attacked. Uh, And then this weekend, I was in Washington, D.C. as well, and I've never seen a place more locked down than this. Yeah. So, you know, when I when I'm talking about the fact that the police used new tactics this weekend to control crowds, <laughs> I mean that in the most sarcastic way possible. I mean, this is these are not new training tactics. This is just the first time I'm seeing them implemented. And what's sad is is that this is not just a theory. I have contacts in the Metropolitan Police Department who contacted me specifically and confirmed my theory and said, this is true. We've known how to keep crowds separate, how to keep them from businesses, how to exhaust them by, you know, cordoning them off and marching them through the streets. We just were told to stand down. We were told to let off previously, meaning the government, especially in our nation's capital, sanctioned the destruction of federal property, the destruction of private property, and chaos in the streets of an American city That was a government choice, and that's a disgrace. And yet there were uh, four people stabbed and 33 arrested uh, over the weekend during these uh, protests. Can you talk about that a bit? Yeah, so let's, let's be honest here. Number one, you know, Twitter, where conversations take place, likes to continue to say four people got stabbed. Let's clarify, these were Trump supporters that were stabbed. Uh, They want to make it sound like Trump supporters walked around and stabbed a bunch of random people in the streets. Mm -hmm. Um, On top of that, you know, people continually are talking about how, oh, you know, people stabbed Trump supporters in self-defense. 
And I go, oh, we have a bunch of Kyle Rittenhouse fans out there on Twitter that I didn't know about talking about the need to use weapons for self-defense in serious situations. It's fun to see that suddenly everyone wants the acquittal of Mr. Rittenhouse. I, I can't wait for them at the next trial. Um, but on top of that, um, what was happening, as always, is that anti-Trump protesters, agitators were going around the streets at night and were trying to disrupt and cause problems um, at at during the march of the Proud Boys and the people in the streets. And they were going around attacking people. Um, some of the Proud Boys fought back um, and this individual pulled out a knife um, stabbed one of the one of the Proud Boys uh, in the lung, popped the lung. Uh, they stabbed a few others. This was just a single altercation. Police broke it up within minutes. But that just shows you how volatile these situations can be. That even though police can gain control, um, it doesn't stop people from you know being critically wounded. I do believe they are expected to survive, uh, but I do know that they were in critical condition the last time that I checked but they are being stabilized. So are you saying that the Proud Boys uh, were not causing any problems themselves? They were attacked? Yeah, so this is what I want to bring up, and I want to clarify this to the American people. You know, I'm not a Proud Boys apologist. Uh, by no means am I there to, to defend a certain group. I'm just there to document. But when it came to the police, right, the police were holding back both the Proud Boys and uh, Antifa and BLM. Antifa and BLM were throwing bricks, water bottles, rocks at the police who were holding them back. The Proud Boys were just taking a knee and standing there. I watched officers get injured, one limp away. I saw an officer get hit to the ground by these objects. I mean, this shows you the difference in the sides. Um, Not to mention, you know, I do know the Proud Boys did want to fight, you know, some of these Antifa and BLM members. But I can tell you that the primary agitators that night um, Antifa was sending uh, reconnaissance people uh, on bikes with two-way radios, um, mm-hmm. you know, into the Proud Boys crowd. I mean, they, they, were, they were looking for a fight. And these were not just, you know, random, uh, as they like to say online, you know, frustrated black young men and women who just wanted civil rights who were being targeted by white supremacists. These, these are white, young, young 20-somethings. Yes. <laughs> yes, these are radical anarchists, communists, people who have uh, believe in extreme agendas that uh, are looking to cause altercations because they know that not only will the police do nothing, but they know that the media is on their side. And guess what? They were right. Not only could they stab Trump supporters, but they could get away with it and they could let the blame on the Trump supporters because the media has their side. Elijah, there was one video that made the rounds a lot, at least from um, the mainstream side of uh, seemingly a couple uh, walking away, trying to get away from what was described as a group of Proud Boys members, and they were being sort of sucker punched. I mean, the video was pretty, pretty bad. Do you have any idea what that that incident was about? Yeah, I think, are you talking about the older couple? It's like a young, um, well, not young, but they were supposed to be like a Christian couple. If it's the video I'm talking, I'm thinking about that was captured by Drew Hernandez, is that, is that what you're referring to? I'm not sure. This was one that was, that was more touted by, it seemed like, the left and the mainstream media, saying that the Proud Boys were beating up a couple as they were trying to exit the, the area. Yeah, see, I, okay, maybe I haven't seen that, that video, and I would be happy to, to see it, you know. Um, I, I can tell you this, you know, I did see a few couples beat up by Antifa and BLM. I did see a lot of chaos and confusion. Um, I would say that there's, you know, 
I'd say there's jerks probably on every side of right. the political battle, you know? <laughs> so if, if somebody did fight, I'm, well, I would condemn that. Uh, if the Proud Boys were attacking an old couple, I haven't seen that. But, you know, those people should be held accountable. And if they committed a crime, they should be, you know, charged or prosecuted for, for violence. Uh, but what I think is so interesting about the hypocrisy here, the left gets onto one video and they go, well, here's the video of this happening. And you go, well, want to see the dozen or more videos of the other side doing greater mm-hmm. or worse things? Well, no. you're not going to you're not going to get that. Listen to this Washington Post article. Uh, multiple people stabbed after thousands gather for pro-Trump demonstrations in Washington. Thousands of massless rally gal- uh, rally goers who refused to accept the results of the election turned downtown Washington into a falsehood-filled spectacle Saturday two days before the Electoral College will make the president's loss official. In smaller numbers than the gathering last month, they roamed from the Capitol to the mall and back again, seeking inspiration from speakers who railed against the Supreme Court, Fox News, President-elect Joe Biden. The crowds cheered for recently pardoned former National Security Advisor Michael Flynn, marched with conspiracy theorist Alex Jones, and stood in awe of a flyover from what appeared to be Marine One. But at night, the scene became violent. At least four people were stabbed near Harry's Bar and 11th and F Street Northwest, uh, a gathering point for the Proud Boys, a male chauvinist organization with ties to white nationalism. The victims were hospitalized and suffered possibly life-threatening injuries, D.C. fire spokesman Doug Buchanan said. It was not immediately clear which groups the attackers or the injures might have been affiliated. The violence escalated after an evening of face-offs with counter-protesters that took place near Harry's, Black Lives Matter Plaza, Franklin Square, and other spots downtown. This is... I mean, is there any doubt who the bad guy is in this story? You know, Glenn, I, you know, your, your listeners cannot see me. My, my hand is just covering my face when I hear that because, number one, I want to say, what a wonderful piece. I mean, now I know why Cuomo got an Emmy. Whoever wrote <laughs> that should get, like, a Tony for, you know, for writing the best play I've ever seen because that whatever they wrote is a fictional story that did not happen. That is not what went down. I mean, what an incredible manipulation of facts to try to control a narrative that's untrue. I want to make three corrections. Number one, um, this was not a fanfare of fairy tales. These were individuals and speakers talking about facts, about truth, about things that they saw and witnessed, uh, about court cases and testimony. Um, And there was nothing outlandish that I heard said during the speeches. These were very normal people like Sebastian Gorka that were speaking at this event, not insane people. Alex Jones wasn't speaking there. Um, Alex Jones wasn't marching with the event. He was leading something else, which is fine. And Alex, I like, I think Alex is a cool guy. He's, you know, he's he's a very interesting individual, but you know, he's got his own thing, but you know, they, they, they try to tie him in you know, to try to discredit, you know, as if that does something. I don't know. But on top of that, and there's the pictures. I can show you uh, gifts. I can show you AP images. I can show you from Daily Mail, videos from friends, verified accounts, even obscure individuals that, I mean, it's very gruesome and it's very sad of watching the knights enter from black clad, black block individuals with face coverings, stabbing people in Proud Boy, you know, the typical Perry yellow uh, 
polo that they wear. I mean, you would have to be blind to not be able to clearly watch this video, understand the agitation, see the knife go in, and you can frame by frame watch this happen. And this journalist says, we, we just don't know. I mean, this person is either drunk, stupid, or purposely misleading their audience, and I'd probably either go for all three or at least just the last one. Yeah, there is no there's no truth in the uh, media at all. And we all we all know that. But thank you for being there, Elijah. We appreciate it. I'm glad you're safe. Uh, I was there. I left uh, Saturday around midday. And as someone who did a rally that had five hundred thousand in attendance and a administration and a local government that would made it almost impossible for us to have. I was shocked at how locked down that city was. I almost didn't make it to the airport because I got up at eight o'clock in the morning or seven o'clock in the morning, had to leave by eight. Uh, and they said, the hotel said no cars in or out unless you can walk to the airport. You're not going. I'm like, what are you talking about? The entire city, you saw it, was shut down early saturday morning the the exits into washington on the freeway were taped off with a cruiser sitting right behind every single exit i don't know how you got in if you weren't already there you weren't getting into washington it's obscene the way they have suddenly shut this city down and when we know why they're doing it, they weren't doing it, as you pointed out at the very beginning. They weren't doing it for BLM. Those people ruled the town. But if you want to stand for law and order, <laughs> law and order is standing against you, I guess. It's a phenomenal thing. Thank you so much, Elijah. Appreciate it. Back in just a second. Let me tell you about Omaha Steaks. I'm... I'm not a guy that likes to defer to experts on most things because I think I'm sick and tired of the experts because they're usually wrong. But uh, when it comes to the steak I eat, I'm going to acquiesce to the experts. Omaha Steaks. I mean, they are they are just the best and the most tender. Omaha Steaks have been leading uh, the industry, and they've been the leading expert in great steak for literally a century. Right now, Omaha Steaks has the deluxe grillers assortment. And if you get that, you'll also get four free burgers and a free digital meat thermometer at an exclusive price. You just go to omahasteaks.com and enter the promo code back into the search bar. Extra burgers plus an extra gift that's on the list of any serious griller. And these are not just steaks. These are It's a fantastic gift and a great way to share the joy of the season. You can cut them literally with a spoon. Their fillets are so tender omahasteaks.com use beck in the search bar when you go to omahasteaks.com look for the search bar type in just my last name beck and it will take you right to where the gourmet grill packs and all the specials are for the holidays go to omahasteaks.com use the promo code beck in the search bar for all the savings omahasteaks.com you're listening to glenn Uh, so one of uh, Andrew Cuomo's former advisors uh, yesterday accused Governor Cuomo 
of sexually harassing her for years. She said, quote, I know I'm not the only woman. Uh, yes, Governor Cuomo uh, sexually harassed me for years. Many saw it and watched. I could never anticipate what to expect. I would be grilled on my work, which was very good, or harassed on my looks, or it would be both in the same conversation. Not knowing what to expect was the most upsetting part, aside from knowing that no one would do a damn thing even when they saw it. No one. And I know I'm not the only woman. This is the single least surprising news story in, of all time. Is it? Yes. I have really? never been surprised less by a news story. If I saw a news story this morning that came out and said, the sun has come up. I would be less surprised than I am by this news story. Really? Yes. Really? I, <laughs> I, 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 you know, look, you just. Now, you know, I'm only bringing this up because you hate him so much. Uh, you know what, Glenn? Mm-hmm. Uh, we, we don't hate people. That's not a word that we use. Of no, it's course. not. Um, we do know that Andrew Cuomo is awful. Yeah, we do. Dot com. We do, we uh, do we know, know that, that for a yeah. fact. Yeah. Uh, but, uh, you know, look, the, he's. You could see he's abusive to people who don't work for him in public. Imagine what this guy is doing behind the scenes to people he sees as his lessers, which, by the way, every person who works with him, he sees as a lesser and every person in the United States he sees as a peon and a lesser. That is his foundational principle. Everyone is worse than him. She says there's fewer things more scary than giving this man even more control because they're talking about him. As our AG. Amen. This is the Glenn Beck Program.